This is the Dealer Playbook Podcast, Episode 5, and our guest today is the reason that Ford Motor Company's setback turned into a setup for an incredible comeback. Here we go. You're dialed in to the Dealer Playbook Podcast, where it's all about winning auto dealer strategies that deliver proven results. And now your hosts, Robert Weissman and Michael Cirillo. All right, everybody, what's going on? My name is Michael Cirillo. I couldn't be joined today by my co-host of the Dealer Playbook, Robert Wiseman. He's busy doing his thing, but I wanted to give him a shout out since he couldn't be here. He can at least be here in the intro of this this episode. But I got to say, I am, I'm just so extremely excited about what's happening with the Dealer Playbook. The feedback has been incredible. There's so many people listening to it in the automotive industry. Um, we were uh, extremely fortunate to launch our podcast officially while we were attending Internet Sales 20 Group in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And you know, I couldn't be more excited that within 48 hours, the podcast hit new and noteworthy on iTunes in the iTunes uh, podcast market. So thank you to everyone who's been listening to these episodes. We've had some incredible guests and today is no exception. I am so thrilled and excited to uh, present our guest to today uh, for today's episode, Dr. Willie Jolly. Now, I got to tell you, um, if you haven't heard of Dr. Willie Jolly before or who he is and what he does, I urge you right now to go to Google, type in Dr. Willie Jolly. He will dominate the first page. Click on his website and just check into who he is. Um, he was the keynote speaker at Internet Sales 20 Group. And I have to admit, prior to attending Internet Sales 20 Group, I didn't really know much about who he was or what his message was. But I knew that if he was selected to be the keynote speaker and Sean Bradley was the one doing the selection, that there had to be something to this individual. Well, I got to tell you, Dr. Willie Jolly got up at Internet Sales 20 Group and shared such an inspiring message. We laughed. We cried. And I mean, you know, to see a bunch of car dealers in a room together crying. I mean, no, we weren't holding hands and singing Kumbaya or anything like that. But the Dr. Jolly just brought down the house. His message was so inspiring, so motivating. It was a message that perfectly fit in with the theme of the Internet Sales 20 Group, which was to um, do more, be more, achieve more, you know, to essentially become greater than who you are today about progression, not perfection. Um, and that's a message that really resonates so deeply with me. And I know it resonates with Robert. And that's one of the reasons why we do the dealer playbook in the first place is because we have such a deep profound desire to help dealers achieve greater levels of success. I got to tell you something that I love about the car business is that I believe, you know, the auto industry is an industry that at its core is built upon progression and becoming something and being great and self mastery. And so it was a no-brainer to have Dr. Willie Jolly on this podcast. In fact, after he was done speaking, and I'll tell you what, he even sung a song at the end. He he popped over to his iPad, he started push play, and he sung a whole song from Jekyll and Hyde. You know, this is the moment, that song. And I know I do it no justice, but he brought down the house. And I walked up to him after um, he was done. And I shook his hand and I said, Dr. Jolly, that was so inspiring. That, that message just really resonated with me and who I am. And he said, thank you. And I, I just felt inspired. I said, look, can I ask you a favor? And he said, the answer is yes. And I was like, wow, you know, he, he doesn't even know what I'm going to ask. But I said, 
I have a podcast called The Dealer Playbook, and I would be honored if you would share uh, a message with my listeners. Now, you see, at this point, I didn't even know if the iTunes market or Stitcher Radio would have accepted our podcast. It was still in the submission process. But, you know, even knowing that, he still agreed. He took the time for me as an individual and in turn has taken the time for each of you listening in. Now, I got to warn you, um, this was nearing the end of a long day. And for those of you who attend these conferences, you know how draining mentally and physically they can be when you're sitting in a room for that long. So I do caution you, we sound a little bit tired uh, in the interview, but I can guarantee you it does not dilute the message. It is still delivered with such great power and force that I am confident that for those of you listening to it will find the message very valuable. If at the end of this, you don't feel inspired to do more, be more, uh, become more, be greater than you are and master yourself and to look at your business to see what more you can do to further refine process to do what might be uh, considered as ridiculous, um, then I don't know what will. Dr. Willie Jolly is such an incredible speaker. In fact, he's rated in the top five international speakers uh, and roles with people like Nelson Mandela or did role with uh, individuals like Nelson Mandela and Margaret Thatcher to give you an idea of the circles that this this uh, speaker author is part of. He's written five books, um, which you'll hear him talk about later and we'll also link to in the show notes. For those of you who want to check out those books, I, I strongly encourage you to do that. But without further ado, let's turn into this episode five with Dr. Willie Jolly. Here we go. I got to tell you, I'm so excited about today's episode because I am here with a master speaker. Actually, I'm at an Internet Sales 20 group, and I just finished listening to our guest today just bring down the house in such an intense way, in such an incredible way. I don't think there was one individual in the room who did not feel inspired to take the next step towards their personal definition of success. And for those of you that know me, I'm so passionate about the topic of achieving success and to thinking big and dreaming big and going after the things that you deem uh, as your definition of success. So I am extremely grateful to have uh, Dr. Willie Jolly with me today. Thank you so much for being here. Michael, it's a joy and a privilege and a pleasure to be able to be on with you and to speak and encourage your listeners uh, during this podcast and this program. So I'm grateful to be here. I'm excited about being here at this conference and getting a chance to meet you. And you were so enthusiastic. I just had to be a part of your show. Thank you so much. So like I mentioned before, um, you know, we we like to uh, inspire dealers to become more successful, to do the things that perhaps are out of the norm. And something that really stood out to me that you said was that, you know, you need to do what, you know, the things that perhaps other people think are ridiculous in order to achieve success. Um, can you give me an example of maybe a scenario where the masses thought something was ridiculous and it actually turned out to be a big success for the individual involved? Well, the simplest one that comes immediately to mind is the fact that Steve Jobs was not thought highly of at Apple. They fired him when he uh, had all these outrageous, ridiculous ideas. And he did not give up on those ideas. And as a result of him not giving up on an idea, not only did he fill a need, 
he filled a need that people didn't even know they had. Okay, an iPad, an iPod, an iPad, an iPod Nano, and a, and all of these things, an iPhone. No one even knew there was a need to put all your music on a device. When before then you would get a, a Sony Walkman. So it was not even something people had even thought of, and yet he had gotten fired. It was ridiculous. Or when Walt Disney, here's a great one. When Walt Disney was starting Disneyland, it was started in Southern California, Orange County. They call it Orange County because there were a lot of orange groves in Orange County. And so one day he took one of his friends who he was hoping would be an investor out to this orange grove. And he said to the friend, look here, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put an amusement park right over there. And I'm going to put a roller coaster. And it's going to have this and that. Right there, going to have that. Going to have a main street. Going to have a big castle in the middle. And the friend said, what? He said, that's ridiculous. And he said, please, I need your help. No, no, I'm not putting my money in that. So he said, the friend who later, years later, talked about it. So I turned around and walked back to my car. And I, es I guesstimate it was about 10 steps to my car. And he said, I learned later that each step cost me about $10 million. Ridiculous. So what I'm saying to that is that as we look at the auto industry, rapidly changing, very competitive, highly complex industry it still comes down to people who are willing to think new thoughts or try new things and think positive about them and not to talk themselves out of their ideas or possibilities by saying well that's never been done before uh, who who would even think that that's ridiculous it's the ridiculous thinkers and the people who are willing to think outside the box and as my friend Nito Cobain says to throw out the box don't even have a box. Just think a different level at a, at a different level. That's when you start to see the significance of your possibilities. Perfect. Thank you so much. So um, while you were talking, I was thinking about the Ford Motor Company because you had an incredible involvement with their turnaround, their comeback. Um, and certainly you've read some books that I'll get you or that you've written some books that I'll get you to plug here at the end of the episode um, that I'd encourage everyone to read. I know I, I'm buying my copies today. Um, it almost seems like during that financial crisis and speaking of doing something ridiculous, do you think almost that what Ford's plan was to scale costs and not accept a government buyout that could almost be viewed as something ridiculous. Absolutely. Alan Mulally is a brilliant man who is, for those who don't know, he's the CEO of Ford. And he's the first CEO Ford ever had who was not named Ford, the last name Ford, who, who was not a part of Ford or who was not even a part of the auto industry. He came from Boeing. And so when they brought Alan Mulally in, uh, they, the, many of the people in the auto industry thought Ford had lost his mind because they were already in trouble. They were already losing, had lost market share, tremendous market share. But he came in with a new kind of ridiculous thought that let's start to scale back. Let's start to focus on our core brands and then let's get better. Let's just make it a make it a 
deal the everyday stop and one of the things he talked about was and i've heard this said over and over again he said to the people who would come in for the corporate meetings look i need you to be honest with me and then he would press them how things going things are going good no no let's talk really how things are going what were the numbers and how were the numbers in comparison with the other metrics well, so he said, I need you to be honest because we can't fix it unless you're honest. So I'm saying to people that one of the things is that you've got to be honest with yourself wherever you are in your life. You have to do some some good re- evaluation. And sometimes you must recess to reassess to say, OK, let me look at this really critically and and answer the real critical questions and not the emperor has no clothes that you know what this part of my business is not doing good or this part of my life is not doing good or this part of my finances or my financial program is not not working well maybe i need to be honest with myself and make make that change to fix it or do something better grow it improve it Pursue excellence in it. And those are the things I think that, that I learned was that you've got to constantly work on two sides. Mindset and skill set. Mindset is your attitude. Skill set is your aptitude and really with a, an attitude of excellence, which is one of the books we, we, we uh, recently put out. An attitude of excellence says that you're thinking with your attitude and excellence and you're seeing how you can constantly improve mindset and skill set so that you can get better results and better return on your investment of time and energy and resources. Awesome. Um one of our uh, previous episodes, we actually did four episodes all talking about how to create a culture inside of the dealership so that not only from the top down, um, executives could get more out of the people working at the dealership, so the sales reps or the service reps or whoever it might be, but also for those individuals to get the most out of their time there. Um, somebody starting out in the car business who perhaps have that kindled desire to just kind of make something of themselves where do you say this the the jumping off point is for them what do they have to do as a first step to launch their careers in a way that's going to have a you know a massive impact on their livelihood i believe the first step to any great endeavor is make up your mind doesn't that sound so simple make up your mind most people they go into any and in many endeavors even marriage oh you know i'm uh, i go into marriage with a concept that well, I hope this will do well. That's not making up your mind. You know, I, you, you, don't, you don't set a goal to, when you get married. I, I, well, I hope you do well. You, you make a commitment. So you make up your mind, and that's committed focus. I'm committed to this. I am committed to this job, or I'm committed to this endeavor. I'm going to make it happen. Someone said focus is following one course until successful. And I'm just going to focus on this. I'm going to be fixated on this. And I'm going to become just just dynamic in making it happen. And once you do, that's what happened with my speaking career. When I, when I got fired from my job as a nightclub singer and said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go do something else. And I decided to go into the speaking industry. I went all in, both feet jumping in every inch of my being. And I remember a little quote I heard one time. You've got two little birds sitting on a telephone wire. One of them decides to fly away. How many little birds do you have left? Two. 
little birds. Because until you make take action on that decision and really courageous, faithful action, then the decisions don't have the staying power. So you must first make up your mind, then act on that decision and act with all that you have within you. I mean, all in. And then you'll find out that you have no regrets at the end of the day. So it's really that making up of, uh, you know, making up your mind that increases the, your willingness to do whatever it takes. Do you think that that's a message that's lacking with people now that, hey, you need to figure out what you want? I always think of like New Year's resolutions and why they, they're abandoned so quickly. You know, it might be the sales rep that says, hey, I'm going to sell 20 cars a month, or it could be, you know, the person giving up on their fitness goals or whatever it might be. Is it a level of willingness? Is it because they didn't make up their mind, you know, sealed enough in cement? Or is there other factors you think that contribute to why people give up? I believe that people give up because their why is not strong enough. The why in their life. So New Year's resolutions. Most people make a New Year's resolution and they don't write it down, first of all, usually. It's not a goal. It's a resolution. And it's not a commitment. It's a resolution. I resolve to do this. And then it's not clear in their mind. It's not a why. So uh, I, I'm going to lose weight. They don't say how much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make more money. How much? Oh, here's one that gets me. I'm going to be happy. How do you measure that? Okay, I'm happy every day I wake up. Every day I wake up without a chalk outline around my body, I'm happy. <laughs> so I think that one of the things that is important that you get a why. You know, Nietzsche said, if you have a strong enough why, you can overcome any how. And so when you look at your why, why you do it? Well, maybe you want to buy your parents a home. And this is, they did, they sacrificed for you. And this is my one goal. Or, or why? I, I've, I've worked hard because my kids are the joy of my life. And I'm going to make sure that they go to college. And I'm going to put money in the, in the bank. I'm going to have uh, money prepared for that. I'm going to work extra hard. Why? Why are you doing it? Because if the why is not strong enough, you'll fall off. And that is why many people don't reach their goals. They say, I'm going to do 20 cars a month. But the why why is it you're doing it? or once you hit it once how do you sustain it is it sustainable what's the reason that keeps you going every day and so what is the motivation zig ziglar said something one time he said if somebody's not achieving uh what they are potentially able to do be because of some reason then we got to look at two assets that are two points that would impact them one they're not motivated or two, they're sick. Now, if they're motivated, then they, or they're not motivated, they can get motivated, and they're sick. If they're sick, then we got to find a way to help them get well so then they can achieve what which is within them. Everybody has a, a ability. Everyone has a amount of genius that's placed inside of them. And once they find that genius, if they're willing to work on it and develop it, then they will be able to do more with what they have and become an expert in their area of expertise. So 
I like to say it like this in my dissertation when I wrote for my doctorate, God's gift to us is life. Our gift to God is what we do with our lives. And we should live extraordinary lives and therefore use the gifts that we have. And Michael Jordan said a quote I love. He said, talent is God given, but ability takes work. So you must have the gift and then develop the gift. And then it goes back to that again, mindset, attitude, skill set, working on a position of excellence i'm just going to be the absolute best that i can possibly be that's so incredible um thank you so much for taking this time with me i appreciate it i don't want i I mean i could sit here and talk to you all day i i feel like i need to move in with you and just get the inspiration on a daily basis um but tell me for those listening in how can they follow you how can they get in touch with you and what materials do you have for those that are ready to kick things up a notch well i'm i'm grateful that we have a number of ways for people to access me because we've got a lot of content first of all if you got Sirius xm radio you can hear me every saturday at four o'clock eastern time on channel 141 on Sirius xm where i interview some of my buddies in the self-help and in the success and the industries whether it's a, a, a colin powell whether it's a ben carson whether it's a tom hopkins whether it's a mark victor hansen whether it's a harvey mckay whether it's a brian tracy whether it's a les brown a wally famous same as a b smith a Sheila Johnson or Bob Johnson. Um, you just go down the list. We, we have some of the best and brightest thought leaders. So that's a, a Sirius XM channel 141, Saturdays at 4. Also, you go to my website, willyjolly.com. And if you go to willyjolly.com slash free, willyjolly.com slash free, you can get excerpts from those serious XM shows. You can get, you know, a few choice excerpts. But if you want the whole show and you want to start getting an ongoing diet of the greatest thought leaders into your consciousness so that you can learn from them and do what they've done and learn how to do more with what you've got and learn from people who've already achieved it, then you go to walkwithwealth.tv. Walkwithwealth.tv. TV. So if you go to all of that and then get my books on my website, about four books or five books, I'm sorry. It only takes a minute to change your life. A book of one minute motivational messages. A setback is a setup for a comeback. How to get over the dramas of life, the challenges of life, the difficulties of life and turn them into comebacks. Turn setbacks into greenbacks. This one talks about what happens when you've got a financial setback. Then an attitude of excellence which I talked about earlier, how to grow your business and grow yourself all in one book. And then Chicken Soup for the Christian Soul, number two, which I'm on the front cover with Joyce Meyer and Tony Campola, helping people to deal with the really tough emotional, personal issues in your life, loss of a loved one, what I call the, the, the dreaded Ds, disease, divorce, downsizing, diagnoses, and death of loved ones. That will help. This book will help you come with a CD so you'll be able to read it and hear it so you can be inspired and know that your best is yet to come. So don't give up. WillieJolly.com. So there you have Dr. Willie Jolly. Now tell me, was that not incredible? Listen, I love this concept. I think all of us should be focused on how to do more, be more, achieve more, to be focused on self-mastery and look at what we can give back, how we can help others, whether it's at the dealership level, help our team or help those that we sell vehicles, products, and services to. And for ourselves, how do we achieve the things that we want to achieve? 
even though uh, Dr. Willie Jolly and I were quite tired during this interview, he still was able to drop some serious value bombs on us. And so I'm grateful for him for participating in this episode with me. I am grateful for each of you for listening in. Um, we, we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you and your support has been just incredible. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already done so to the dealer playbook on iTunes and Stitcher radio. And when you have a moment, we would greatly appreciate the feedback. So go ahead and leave us a review, leave us some feedback, visit us at thedealerplaybook.com. And again, don't forget to check out the show notes where I will be linking to Dr. Jolly's books and also sending over some uh, links to uh, his website so that you can get in touch with him. Again, thank you, Dr. Willie Jolly, and thanks to each of you. This is me wrapping it up. Talk to you soon.